<laughs> Keep the change, you filthy animal. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. All right, maybe you've seen the billboard near the Highland Strip or heard the story on Wednesdays Live at 9. A campaign called Birds Are Not Real brings its efforts to the Mid-South. And this morning, we are joined by one of the messengers of the movement. Peter McIndoe is here to tell us how this all came about. We want to emphasize you were not the founder. No, ma'am. Wow. So how did you become aware of it? What is the message of the movement? The message of the movement is essentially to spread awareness that from 1959 through 2001, the government mercilessly genocided over 12 billion birds and simultaneously replaced them with surveillance drones in disguise that film us every day as equally as these cameras are filming us right now. So what do you have to back that up? To back that up, I have as much evidence as the birds have provided. There's so much. So this is really satire. I mean, you don't really believe that that happened, correct? This is a satirical uh, campaign to make the point that what? <laughs> you're, you're looking at me like, no, it's not satire. I really do believe this. <laughs> Honestly, it's kind of offensive. Um, okay. So it's not satire. I don't think you would say that if I said birds are real, you know? I don't know why the other side of the argument can't be treated with equal respect. Except you know? that before we came out on air, you said this is a satirical message. So what is I never said that. So what point are you trying to make here? I mean, and why, why did this movement come about and how? Well, this movement came about in 1976, um, just to avoid any, you know, liberal media hit job. This didn't start with me. This started in 1976 um, when whispering started coming about from the White House saying that birds were in the process of being murdered on a mass level. When this started coming about, that's when the movement began. This movement is reactionary. We really didn't start this. The government started this. How come it took so long to get billboards up and for any of us to hear about this? That's an excellent question. So really before the internet age, before the internet era, it was very easy to censor ideas and opinions that aren't popular and that people don't agree with. Um, now that we have the internet, there are no more book burnings, there are no more censored television ads. Well, there are attempts to do all of that, but you're right. It's that like Arab Spring. It, it's very grass, grassroots, ground So where does this movement go from here? From here, we're looking to see change in legislation. We're, we're looking to see a mass spread awareness. Are lawmakers, though, really taking this seriously? Because a lot of people will have their doubts and have their questions about whether or not the movement is really serious or not. Yeah, that's been a really hard part of this, honestly. Um, since the billboard's gone up, there's been a reaction of supporters and loyal bird truthers coming out, um, saluting, bowing. It's almost become almost like a, like a sacred pilgrimage to see it. Um, others, though, seem to have some kind of uh, laugh response, and it really pains me. So on the website, there are t-shirts you can buy, there's products you can buy. There are going to be some skeptics who say, eh, they're just trying to sell, sell t-shirts. They're just trying to make money. Where, does the, where do the funds that the uh, movement makes from the sale of t-shirts go? Where does that go? I would say every movement, go to any political website, they are all e equally selling right. so, merchandise so to spread and support. Oh, okay, so the, the money is used to continue to buy the billboards, for instance. Yes, ma'am, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yep. It's to fund movement efforts, to fund activism and public awareness. All right, Peter, we appreciate you being with us this morning. Thank you very much. Birdsaren'tReal.com. The following program is intended for mature audiences. Sometimes the introductions make themselves. I don't know how long I'm going to have, but I'm going to check this out. And I'm doing this like this because 
let it be fucking known. I am not biting anybody's goddamn style. So you need to understand that right from the beginning. This is very simple and to the point. Whenever this comes out, what I'm probably going to do is I'm going to have the Birds Aren't Real intro for this thing. And it just so happens, Terminator Timeline, because I know this will come out in June at some point. It is April 14th, and I cut that intro Oh, let me look at my let me look at my fucking Instagram. Please hold. All of our representatives are currently busy. Please stay on the line, and your call will be answered by the next available representative. The estimated hold time is currently less than 96 minutes. You are currently caller number 32, waiting to speak with a representative. Thank you for your patience. Last week's episode intro. Alright, the 11th. Three days ago is April 8th. I don't know what that is, so I'm not clicking it. Probably on the 8th of April. And then I go on my YouTube this morning. And Miss Pat, if you don't know who that is, she's a stand-up comic. And she has a podcast called The Pat Down. Which you should check out. She has wild stories, dude. She's been fucking... Bro, like, you can't even... You can't even imagine. She's been shot at. She's been... Raped in or molested. Whatever you would... Whatever you would consider it. You know, drug dealer. The whole fucking... The whole thing, dude. This woman does not fuck around. She's a bad motherfucker. But... Episode 53 of her podcast, which came out 10 hours ago, says birds are not real. And I haven't clicked it yet because I was like, I don't want, I don't want this to influence. Thank you for listening to the Starbirds Audio Podcast. Yeah, all right, with the intro enough already. Oh, you're, you're one to talk? I don't like, oh, welcome to our network, blah, blah, blah. Fuck you, dude, you're not who I came here to listen to, so go fuck yourself. And your network. I mean, I know I I make long intros or I, you know, do wild shit. But at least it's all connected into the style of shit that I do. We found out George don't like birds. <laughs> oh, yeah, we found out my writer don't like birds. He just turned sequel. Okay, so maybe that's what it is? Her writer doesn't like birds. So maybe that's where the thing comes into play. I don't know, I'm not going to listen to it right now because... Like I just said a moment ago, I don't wanna I don't wanna get influenced by anything that they're talking about. I only listen to when I'm in the middle of recording shit, I only usually listen to Jim and Sam or I'll you know put the church on, but that's it. Other than that, everything else is out the window until I'm done doing whatever I'm doing. Because I don't like to, you know, think that I thought of some shit. And then figure out later, like, oh, wait, that wasn't, that wasn't me at all. That was because I heard somebody else talking about it, but whatever. So I don't know. Maybe that's, maybe that's parallel thinking. Maybe that's what it is. And I know, I know I was supposed to bring this up. That actually, that might be a good thing. That might be a good thing to do here is to bring up. Parallel thinking, but I don't know. I don't really know enough examples of who has. You know what? Let's fuck it. I got YouTube on the television right now. Let's just let's put it in and we'll see what comes back. Probably nothing because when I search for shit, people don't know what to do with me. That and I don't know if I know how to spell parallel or not. <laughs> oh shit. L L E L is that I don't think so. 
P-A-R-A-L-L-E-L. Who the fuck? Where am I? Where did I just land? I mean, I have no idea what the fuck is going on here. Some dude named Spencer has 1.17 million subscribers with a fucking picture of Gumby. something we got something on the move here all right amy schumer parallel thinking joe rogan explains the difference between parallel thinking and joke stealing i don't need somebody to explain to me it's simple this is what it is parallel thinking is when you and another comedian another podcast or another whoever have you don't talk to each other and you come up with basically the same premise for an idea and you execute it, right? But the way that it is, people sometimes will then accuse you of stealing. But there's a big difference between stealing somebody's fucking joke and coming up with a similar um, premise as somebody else. I mean, there's only so many fucking things in the world to talk about. So there's a big difference between those two things. But let's click this Amy Schumer thing. And then there's one with Trevor Noah. I fucking can't stand that guy, dude. Can't stand him. And it's not it's not even personal. His fucking stand-up comedy sucks dicks, dude. I shouldn't even say that. He's I'm sure he's not a bad guy. I'm sure he's a good guy. And like I said, it's not personal. He's just not funny. To me. And I know, I mean, I, maybe I don't have the fucking best sense of humor in the world, but I'm I'm tired of all this, you know, politically correct bullshit nonsense, dude. That's not, that has no room, there's no room for that in comedy. Fuck off with your way to the left ideals, bro. There's no room for you out here. If you can't hang with the big dogs, dude, go to fuck home. Simple as that. If you can't make a joke, and your 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 people, quote unquote, can't understand that what you're saying is a joke and it's not meant to be taken in a literal fucking sense. What the hell are you doing engaging in any realm of comedy, dude? What the fuck is the matter with you? You wouldn't say that about a Schwarzenegger movie or a Stallone movie. You know, when Rambo comes out. People are now like, oh, Stallone is killing people all over the fucking world because, uh, you know, we had to rip half of the script off of the fucking last Taken movies because we couldn't really think of anything else to do because we needed an action blockbuster for the summertime before all this shit started happening. Well, I think that was last year. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. And I wanted to come and talk to you about it and clear my name because I would never, ever do that. And I never have. Okay, so here's how it starts is Jim Norton used to have an advice show on Sirius XM. Jim Norton is not a doctor. He's not an expert. He's not even a good person. The views, opinions, advice... And humor of Jim Norton does not reflect those of any doctor, of Sirius XM, or anyone else. They are solely those of Jim Norton, Lyle Chipperson, Edgar Mellencamp, Paul Hargis, and whoever else lives in that chinless head of his. If any of this advice goes wrong, you are the asshole who called a comedian instead of a doctor. 
an icon in comedy, a fighter for freedoms, an accomplished entertainer, and a pervert. You've got problems, he's got problems. You've got questions, he's got answers, some of which are good. Call now, 866-WOW-1-WOW. That's 866-969-1969. This is The Jim Norton Show. Where people would call up and they would go, I'm dealing with this shit, you know, I'm in a relationship. How do I how do I get laid more? Or, you know, I don't want to cheat, but I need this person to change some things about themselves. Or I'm trying to get clean and sober and you're sober and how did you do it and what's the best advice you could give me? Like that was his that was his whole show, which I thought was a interesting is interesting idea but apparently him and amy are tight like they're friends and people like mark norman is another comic that i really like hey folks apparently he and her are friends as well like he went on tour with her so i mean i don't know this broad personally the only thing i can say about her is when she first came out her stand-up was funny and then somewhere along the line she bended I guess, and gave in to the fact that her shit was a little bit hardcore with the misdirection, and now her comedy sucks. Again, just my opinion. Save your fucking hate mail, dude. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't need your approval. You can kiss my ass. If you like her, go buy a Netflix account, go stream all her fucking specials, and go fuck yourself. I don't need... I like what I like, and I don't need you... Just like you don't need me to tell you, you don't need my validation, and I don't need yours. Simple as that. If you blatantly hating and waiting on my downfall, then just be patient. Kiss my ass. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not gonna apologize for having a fucking opinion. And if you can't handle the fact that your opinion is different than mine, then just go in a warm bath and cut your fucking wrists open because you're not gonna be able to live the rest of your life, dude. It's just not. It's not possible. I got the Zika. We're starting Mad TV inside Amy Schumer. What they're saying right now is that sketch from 2008 was on Mad TV. And they're trying to say that she stole it doing the exact same sketch in 2013. And so far, I mean, they're pretty much exactly alike. But does that prove that she's stealing? Well, technically, because it's a little different, it's not, it's not stealing. Either way, I mean, this is not funny on either side. And you know what? While we're fucking at it, dude, fuck Saturday Night Live. I can't believe you just did that. Well, just put it out there. Fuck that stupid fucking show. I don't care how long it's been on television. That show fucking blows, dude. Black eyes. Black eyes. He has black eyes. Yeah, he has black eyes. If she had a favorite president, it would probably be Lincoln. Okay, so the the premise of this bit right now is we can't say we can't say that a person's black, which is fucking retarded. I don't understand. I mean, you really want to get into this? We can get into this. I'm, I'm again. This is your your fault. You did this. I don't know who you are, but you do. You know who the fuck you are. But all this racism, sissing, sensitive bullshit. I, if a black dude walks past me and I don't say anything to him, in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'm a fucking racist now, right? Because I don't engage everybody in with the fucking conversation. He's going to take a polygraph test and put it on my show this season and I promise whatever the results are I'll have I won't let them cut I will show that I had never never seen Patrice do that bit I'm not convinced yet so I'm gonna skip over this I'm uh, Kathleen's a great comedian I had I have never seen one of her specials I had never heard her do that joke and I also didn't even write and that was season one of my show so I get why poor people are... Uh, Kathleen Mandigan is the fucking shit, dude. Go back to... Go back to whatever the fucking episode is that I did. Because I use... 
But now you know what the fuck it is. So far, I mean, I'm not seeing it. Maybe I'm old fashioned, but I like it when the guy pays for sex. I, I mean that. I'm very old school. I think the guy should always pay on the first date for sex. Well, and those are, you know, just their preference. You, know, you can't say that you're stealing a, a like preference. To catch her you know, you're, you know, what you prefer. And like sit you prefer on that guy to pay. And women dress for other women. Underground, this has been being said for a while. No one wants to be part of this. I want Amy to do well. Because comedy is tough. Being a female comic is even tougher. I just, I say this, I said it before. I just want it to be on her own material and i get it she's saying it's parallel thinking now i had sort of a shitty experience last night mm, mark man watching uh the amy schumer special and the thing is like i didn't even think that she took it and i knew i didn't take it from her it's just one of these things we deal with as comedians it's like well that premise is a lot like the premise i got uh, blacking out is when you drink so much that your brain goes to sleep, but your body gets all eye of the tiger and soldiers on. And I black out when I drink. Is that the worst? No, your mind goes to sleep, but your body's like, tonight is my night. See, like... That shit's different, I feel like, because that's a little bit too specific. When you got literally the same exact wording, yeah, that's a little bit too coincidental for me. Again, I don't know. That could be parallel thinking. I don't know. She stole it, but I mean, come all these people. You just happen to write the same shit as all these people. That seems a little sketchy. Well, no, there's other you know comedians that came out with the same shit. They just you know were like, oh, okay, that's similar to yours i'm not putting that up well yeah but that's where a lot of the people that i listen to they all know each other so when they're writing shit sometimes they'll call one another and be like are you is anybody or a big one is people call david tell who apparently has been working i mean i know i know david tell back through the fucking insomniac days going to bars and shit and drinking and all that craziness but apparently comics called that dude and be like i'm working on i'm working on a a bit and the premise goes like this does anybody is anybody right now working on anything like that and he'll be like yeah this person is or no you're you know that's yours now run with it i used to hide what um, my vagina did to my underpants um, and by the way what all vaginas do to all underpants okay there is no woman who ends her day with like a clean pair of underpants that look like they've ever even come from the store okay they look like little bags that have fallen face down in like a tub of yes satan oh i'm sorry sir you sounded like someone else and then like uh, commando no. crawl their way out <laughs> And then, like, carabiner. Alright, next. If you have underwear that is like that, you need to go to the GYN. Well, she's exaggerating, obviously. No, there are actually... Okay, the one thing with women in the summertime, if we're sick, we produce a lot more fluids. You know. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. That's enough. We're not ha- we're not doing none of that on this but fucking that, show. But that is no. That that is like somebody that needs to go to a doctor. Yeah, we're not we're not do- we're not ruining vaginas on this show. Thank you very much. There's there's some you know Carlos Mencia. No, no, I'm just saying it's not even as that bad. I okay, I get it. We could leave you it know, there. Fucking horrible. Target neutralized. Okay, this is. This is different. This is supposedly now 
David Dave Chappelle uh George Lopez. I've not heard this so I And a black man can run for the president of the United States to ensure that nothing ever happens to either one of them. They should appoint a Mexican vice president. Anything bad happens, vice president Flacco. I mean, I'd be the first black president. I don't think that nobody would really, really hurt me. I'm sure somebody would want to hurt me, but I don't think they'd touch me. Because, uh... Alright, so I know you're not trying to say that Dave Chappelle is stealing from anybody because that motherfucker has been killing shit since the very beginning, dude. You can shoot me if you want, but you're just gonna open the border up, so might as well leave me and Vice President Santiago to our own devices. Ain't that right, Santiago? See. Bill Cosby, Carlos Mencia. Oh yeah, that's when you know you do all this shit for your kid, and then oh, he's. Come here, little boy, and I'm gonna touch a Peter. I'll give you a pudding pop. <laughs> Jello pudding. He he was a thief, right? Yeah. Ugh, I can't even with it. I can't stand. It's another motherfucker. No, I just he's another one, dude. I'm gonna make everybody mad. I think Norm McDonald sucks too, and I know. All the fucking comics talk about how great he is and he's hilarious and, you know, everybody loves him. I think he's fucking terrible. I said it. I don't care if you don't like that. I think he's fucking terrible. Are you serious? That's it. Not personal. Sorry, buddy. You know, I mean, I can appreciate what you do. For the art, I just, I don't get the appeal. I really don't. You know, the guy sounds like a fucking robot, dude. I can't. All right, I'm skipping over this because the old audio, especially the way that this shit's cut together, it sounds like garbage. 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 My hat. Yeah, and I'm not saying that my audio sounds great, but I don't know how long this fucking video has been around for. Maybe they didn't have the ability to... Apparently, it was posted two years ago. I don't know how long Audacity's been around. I mean, you know, there's certain shit that you gotta do. I don't always get it right. Usually, my levels are too low or too high. But at least I know it's kind of fucked up. Russell Peters, Trevor Noah. You ever heard people speak Russian? It's amazing. They just sound like they're talking backwards the whole time. He's not funny. Russell Peters not funny either. Oh, dude. That is kind of true. It kind of, if you ever heard a Russian speak, you know, they kind of sound like they speak their words a little bit. It sounds like a DJ is scratching on a turntable. I get it, dude. I can't stand that fucking guy. I don't know why. He was a lot better. I don't know why. I can't, I hate him. Jesus. Amy Schumer again, Robin from Kevin Nielsen, that's the dude from Weeds, Dylan Warren, I mean, alright, you know what, en enough with the examples, let's really think about this for a moment, how would it be possible, so are we to believe that she's just sitting in her apartment all day, watching other people's comedy, and just stealing it? I mean, is that how it happens? I don't know. We'd have to ring up Carlos Mencia and ask him, how did he do it? What the fuck did you just say? I read it on the internet, motherfucker. Because everybody knows that cocksucker is a goddamn thief. Everybody knows it. Which is a goddamn shame, too, because he had good, he had good delivery, man. He had a powerful delivery. All he had to do was not be fucking lazy. How much money were you making, you fucking cunt? You couldn't pay somebody to write jokes for you? There's a lot of funny people in the fucking world, bro. I'm sure it don't cost that much money. I mean, it's not a fucking cartoon tattoo, for fuck's sake. You're not charging you 50 grand to write a couple fucking jokes. You could have did a, a few specials, and you didn't have to rob everybody for it. I mean, then again, I, I think he just, I think fame caught him a little too quickly. I think that's where, that's where he got fucked because he didn't really know probably what to do with it. I mean, everything went 
extremely fast. His first special came out, and then buying uh, no strings attached. I think I don't know. Was that? Oh shit! Tim Dillon's back on Joe Rogan. That's gonna be fucking great. Let me look this fucking guy up. Okay, let's see how many specials. No strings attached. I know that one. Okay, HBO. There was one that he did with the uh, fucking tiger bit. I remember that. Let's go into his Wikipedia. Why is YouTube opening? I didn't even... Get the fuck out of here with this phone, bro. Yeah, they're listening to everything that we say. Dude, I... I wanted to tell you, you remember, I don't even think that we looked it up on my... My fucking phone. No, we didn't. Dude, I mean, Jim and Sam were talking about... I don't remember what it was. They were talking about something... Yeah, hold on. They were talking about something that... We don't have an interest in. It might have been Star Wars or some bullshit like that. And then I started seeing it coming up in recommendations and shit like that. So I know that they're listening. Yeah, but you were just listening to a show. It wasn't even your, like, your voice. Yeah, I know. Which, I don't, I don't know. Maybe they can't tell the difference. Maybe it's just listening to the words. Like, and being, like, like a, everything. Like, oh, they mentioned Star Wars twice in less than 24 hours. Right. Like, this is everything that they're talking about is... Penises, penises, gay guys. Wow, this is... And then they would be like showing us those freaky, geeky, you know, dog S&M people. Here we go. Not for the Easily Offended 2003. That was the one that we watched with... We're sorry. When the Pimp Chronicles first came out. I'm pretty sure. That was in the same block of time. And then No Strings Attached came out in 2006. So, those are the two specials that I remember. I don't... I guess... So, after No Strings Attached, apparently, he got his show... He got his show in 2006. Mind Dementia Season 1 was in 2006. That was the same time that the third special came out. Because apparently, he put one out in 2004 down to the nitty gritty. Right? And then his... His show went from 2006 to 2008 because he had two seasons in 2007. So now, I don't know. I'm assuming, I mean, I know that first fucking special. Murdered, dude. Murdered. There was not a motherfucker. If you were into comedy, dude, you knew you knew about that special. Everybody was talking about that. But I don't, I don't know if he stole anything. Off for of that first one. I'd have to do the research into it. But the point is, maybe No Strings Attached comes out, right? He's hyping up, I think, Josh Blue, who has cerebral palsy, if you don't know. Yeah, that's the same shit that I got. And the reason why he did the that... The yeah. The reason why he did that, I think, was because he was making a lot of retard jokes. Let's call it what it is. Keep acting retarded, you're going to go to school in the little yellow bus. I swear to God, it doesn't even have stairs. It has a lift. Neek, neek. <laughs> you're going to wear a helmet and you don't even play football. He was not. This is the one thing that I respected. Like, oh, friends with a retard, so I'm allowed to say Yeah, I can say it. Pick on him. Like, dude, one thing, one thing I always respected about Mencia was the fact that he had the fucking balls to make jokes about handicapped people. To my knowledge, I don't know, maybe there were other people that did it before, but I hadn't heard it being quote-unquote mainstream thing to say or to do until he did it. Now, maybe he jacked that off as somebody else, but... Making jokes way before he was about you know. Yeah, but you're not a. I would say because I'm retarded. But you're not a, you're not a a comedian though. You're not a famous comedian. I mean, because we of course we're gonna do that. We've been doing that our whole lives because we deal with this shit. So we're gonna you know try to be funny about it because that's the only way. Humorous. It's the only way to get around it. Otherwise, you just what are you, you going to sit in the house with a gun in your mouth all day? And cry. 
Yeah, like, dude, it's, look, you gotta fucking learn to power through this shit. So we got things going on, this is just what life is gonna be, there's absolutely nothing we can do about it. Now either we're gonna fucking find a way to make some goddamn light out of it, or we're gonna kill ourselves. And you don't have to, you don't have to agree with that, you don't have to like the fact that I said it, but if you're, if there's any resemblance of a fucking human being... Inside of your fucking mind, you know somewhere, even if you don't want to agree with me, you know that I'm right. And everybody has the little bit of a tart in them, so they can find it humorous. Well, let's let's not kid ourselves, okay? There's a lot of you out there, and you might want to pull a mirror out for this, because I'm telling you right now, you go take a look in the mirror. Take a good... Take a good five minute stare at your face in the mirror and you're going to tell me you don't got some fuck. Look, people are busy trying to track their Indian blood all the way back to when their Irish or Italian ancestors were raping motherfuckers when America was being built on murder, right? But what you don't realize is that there's a lot more... There's a lot more wheelchair in your DNA than I think you would like to recognize. 100%. That's the fucking truth. I see some of you out there. With your your jaws are a little bit big for your face is all I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? Like, so let's not... Get off your high horse. Get off your high horse. Alright? Just because people have told you that you're hot your entire life, that don't mean a goddamn thing, dude. Because... Unlike everybody else, I can I see through it. I see through it. I know I know you got some shit going on with you. We can shake your family tree and see if some crutches fall out. We can do that shit. I'll, I'll bet you it's in there somewhere. It's just... For us, it's more recognizable. Right? Like, if she opens her mouth or I take a fucking step in front of you, you're going to recognize immediately that there's some shit that is not quite right. Whereas you, maybe you don't walk all fucked up and you can talk somewhat normally, but there's something wrong. Yeah, there's something wrong. There's something wrong somewhere, dude. And just the fact that you want to try to pretend that, try to pretend that there isn't is just wild to me. Which, I mean, a lot of you... Uh, jealousy. Yeah, that's still something wrong with people. A lot of you political, social media, warrior, jerk-offs. Y'all got some serious shit. I think there's a lot more, I don't know, I don't know if it's Tourette's. I don't know if it's autism, Asperger's. I don't even know what half of that shit even really, what it really even means. But I'm pretty sure that... Just basing off of what I what I read going through my day-to-day life, there are a lot more people now. Maybe they're always maybe they were always out there and we just didn't know it because social media wasn't around and we were only around the people that we we deal with on a regular basis. But I mean some of you guys, man, shot out, dude. I don't know, you need some Paxil or something. It's it's no good. Is no good at all. It's just wild to me how some of you will say the craziest shit and then try to act like that's a normal thing to say. It just it blows my mind. And meanwhile, I gotta sit here and try to tiptoe around every little thing that I try to bring up or try to make funny, being like, "Oh man, I don't wanna, I don't wanna get canceled." But meanwhile. You know, these people are all over Facebook and Twitter and Instagram trying to tow fucking political party lines, trying to make it so like you're the you're the best. You're the best that's ever done it. You're the best to ever live. You're the shit because you just want you want every person. You want every person of color or every handicapped person to succeed in every fucking thing. And, you know, down with down with everybody else, fuck you, you don't matter, if you're not in the middle of a transition, we don't want to fucking hear from you, and enough, enough of all that, dude. If you don't jig me, then nigga, you can sue me, cause the shit that I'll be saying ain't worse than a western movie. Over here, stranger. It's enough, look. 
there's there's enough room for there's enough room for everybody. And I'll be the first one to say we all know Whitey has been running shit for a long time. Everybody is going to have to the problem is look, I'm just gonna cut myself off and then I'll pause this and then come back to it later. The problem is not that people don't get their turn. The problem is that America is a giant fast food industry of culture. We'd like three gorge burgers with cheese, two orders of frizzy fries, and a small lemonade. Okay, great. Spicy hot lamby nipple chops with minty pickled sour sauce. We just want to order some hamburgers. Oh, God, my mother, she woke me up today. She threw a pan of hot grease all over my chest and my ass and genitals. And I fell down the stairs and my shoes fell off. What does that have to do with anything? Because I can't see, damn it, you son of a bitch. Let me speak to your manager. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Just a minute. What, can you believe this guy? Yeah, Burger Bob, give me your fucking order there, tough guy. That's what it is. When you see a, when you see a fucking Taco Bell... In a parking lot next to a, uh, I don't know what what stores are everywhere. Like let's say let's say you see a Taco Bell in the same plaza as like a Home Depot, right? When you look at that Taco Bell, you don't think Spanish food. You just see a Taco Bell and it's like, all right, well, fuck it, let's go. And I'm not by no stretch of the imagination am I sitting here trying to tell you that Taco Bell is real food. Everybody knows there's that's not even meat in there. I don't know what it is, but I'm pretty sure how Taco Bell gets their meat is they send out assassins that go to the low-budget schools in all the ghetto neighborhoods around the world, and they just snipe out all the lunch ladies, and they steal that sloppy Joe shit that they have in the containers that aren't marked or anything, because it's not it's not real meat. Nobody knows where it comes from. That's just that's how they do it. The only thing that is real in Taco Bell is the synthetic, the synthetic uh, Pizza. cinnamon twist, the synthetic cinnamon twist, because that's all sugar and fat, and then the apple, the apple things. You know what I'm talking about? The the the, apple chips? the pies. Oh yeah, the apple fruit pies. Those are the only two. Those are the only two things that uh, that resemble legitimate food. And I'll be willing. I'll be willing to bet money. I, I think it's empanada, yeah, apple I, empanadas. I the one. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, apple empanada. Or... I would be willing to bet that the person that owns Taco Bell probably has a deal with Drake's snack foods. Not the fucking lame auto-tune rapping Canadian douchebag. Hi, I'm your conscience. No, really, I am. Listen, I wouldn't give that to the kids if I were you. You see, you expect a conscience to say no to things that taste extra good, but not anymore. Drake's Cakes, good as always and better than ever. No tropical oils, low cholesterol, or even no cholesterol, and low sodium. So when the kids ask for a Drake's Cake, I can say... Go for it, Mom. Is it going to be fun or what? <laughs> they probably got to deal with those people. Like, all right, give us all your fake apples and your corn syrup so we can put something on the menu that resembles real food. But the point is, like, there's Italian restaurants. There's Spanish restaurants. There's a there's a Mexican food store down the street. We got a Latino one, and we got a Jamaican one. There's a Jamaican one, too? Yeah. But see, what what I'm trying to say is when you see places like that, what you don't realize is the amount of work that had to be put in for that place to be there. Like, I know this is a probably a bad example of what I mean, but it's true. Everybody is contributing to what it is that we fucking have going on here. Well... All people want to focus on is they want to look at Hollywood and they want to talk about how fucking rich and white it is when they don't realize all the other shit that what makes up the real world is influenced by all different kinds of fucking cultures. And by you ignoring that, what you're really doing 
is you're looking at all these people who helped to create and mold this society and you're spitting in their fucking face and telling them to go fuck their mothers because you don't, you refuse to even acknowledge. And I'm not saying it's the biggest victory in the world, but at least it's, it's something. And of course, there's always room for fucking improvement. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you know, shit is not bad. Obviously, we we know black people get arrested like four times more than white motherfuckers do for the same crimes and shit like that. Like I've seen, I've read the statistics. I know what they are. But what you're not realizing is, like, dude, we're all in this shit. It what it comes down to really is while you're while you're while you're sitting on your computer trying to be a fucking social justice warrior what you're not realizing is the biggest issue is we need to stop concentrating on looking at each other and how different we are and start to realize that the real fucking war here is between people that are fucking rich and those of us that are barely scraping by because in case you were not aware those of us that are fucking broke outweigh the number of rich people by the millions I'm sure and somehow we we still get shafted because while these motherfuckers are laughing straight to the bank we're busy arguing and fighting with each other over shit that doesn't fucking matter because you want to make sure that there's one person from every fucking racial and gender and non-gender background on every movie set that Netflix decides that they want a green light or whatever other company that you would like to mention. There's a whole bunch of shit that you're just, you're ignoring conveniently because that would actually take real work for you to be able to accomplish something, to be able to actually make some kind of a change. I mean, what do I know, dude? I started this fucking thing out talking about joke stealing and then somehow... You know, 50 minutes later. That's because of, uh, uh, the Josh Blue. Oh, yeah, Carlos Mencia yeah. and Josh Blue, which, you know what sucks is his first special, Sticky Change, was funny. And then he did another special after that where he was recycling old jokes from the first special. And I can say this, motherfucker, so get ready. You can line up and suck my dick one by one. That's lazy. Josh, wherever the fuck you are, I hope that you somebody passes this I along think he, to you. He was doing that because his wife was pregnant. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what the reason is. If you want to be a goddamn stand-up comedian, goddamn it, and you want to represent and everybody else that is like us, you better hit that fucking pen to the page with that Nike swoosh arm of yours, bitch, and get to writing. The fuck are you thinking? Going out there using the same jokes for two fucking specials. You're making us all look bad, dude. This is why they don't let retards in no place, bro. Because they let one fucking guy in. And then here you are recycling the same shit. They're like, see, we told you he couldn't do it. He's just He doesn't have the brain power. He can't function. <laughs> you alright over there? <laughs> You know, I forget, you know, not to breathe when I have fluid in my mouth. Seriously, this motherfucker needs to to write more. Because I can't recommend you to other people. When when I say to people, have you heard of comedian Josh Rule? They go, no, who the fuck is that? And I go, I have to go with a stand-up comedian. Fair, fair warning, he's got the palsy, so, you know, look out for that, don't, don't be surprised, it's okay, he's not gonna have a heart attack on the stage, it's all good, yeah, he's not gonna hook you, he'd be like, he'd be like that guy behind the curtain, when you're, when you're bombing on the stage, and they gotta bring the hook out, and bring it around your neck, and yank you, you know, he's not gonna, toss him on a line, and go fishing with him, he's not gonna do all that, but I have to go, you know, just go listen to Sticky Change and just ignore everything else that he's ever done because it's all it's all the same. I haven't checked. I haven't checked at all. I could be completely full of shit by now. 
I just know first special, second special, and every YouTube clip I've ever looked up, he's he's doing the same fucking jokes. That's unacceptable. And as as a member of the palsy fan of stand up comedy, I have to. I'm dropping the gauntlet here, and I'm saying I will not. I cannot and I will not endorse that lazy activity. Okay, motherfucker? If you can hold a cup... <laughs> if you could hold the drug test cup still enough to be able to pee in it to fucking play around in the Special Olympics, goddammit, you can sit down and write a fucking joke. One thing I really miss about that team is traveling with everybody. Because to me, there's nothing more entertaining than watching 12 dudes with cerebral palsy get off an airplane in a row. <laughs> Everybody in the terminal thinks there's some type of zombie invasion going on. You motherfucker, stop making the rest of us look bad. Besides, I want you, I want you to do well. Do you understand? Do you know how important it is when you go in front of when you go in front of people like this, when you have, when you have that opportunity, and besides that, bro, go watch the second special, people are, and I'm not even saying this to be mean, I'm dead serious, bro, it, it breaks my heart, I can't even watch it, people are not, they're laughing at you, dude, they're not laughing at your joke. So, like, I know you guys are on the whole I am, uh, cause you bought some tickets to the show. <laughs> Home. Thank you, sir. Seriously, watch the set. You'll you'll see what the fuck I'm talking about. We can dissect this when I start this back up later. I'll load it up and see if I can find it. But from what I can, rem I distinctly remember. And it could be bullshit, but that I felt like people were laughing at you instead of with you, and that's not. That's not okay because you are funny. You have the ability to make you have the ability to make really fucking funny jokes, dude. And by you relying on that old fucking material, it makes you look weak as a comedian and I can't I can't stand that. I don't like to see that would be like if I came on here and I decided to you know, re-upload an old episode that I did instead of just recording some new shit. I don't always know what the fuck I'm going to talk about. Half the time, I don't even want to talk about anything, and I just wind up turning it on, and then here we go. Um, you know, just starting some new shit about whatever it is, but I, I, I do it. I fucking do it, and I'm not. it's not all going to be great. Some of it's going to suck. A lot of it you're going to bomb and it's going to be fucking terrible. But that's the fucking process, dude. From somebody that's not a stand-up comedian at all. I'm, I'm Monday morning quarterback in your fucking career here, pal. That's what, that's what I'm doing. But I don't know, I don't know anything about anything. So, you know, I get, don't listen to what the fuck I'm saying. I'm just telling you, dude, I watch... I've watched enough stand-up comedy. I've been around a lot of funny fucking people. And I just, I don't like to see shit go to waste like that. That's all. But this thing is yelling at me. That I gotta wrap this up because it's 60 minute maximum. And we're 56 minutes. So I'll stop it here.